This is Pavlina, host of Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Join me every Wednesday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. for news from Ukraine, great Ukrainian music, folklore, and factoids for the culturally curious. Here on CHLY 101.7 FM. Fata Morgana from the United States, now originally from Ukraine, and uh, that is a song that puts 
the words of Ukraine's celebrated bard Taras Shevchenko to music. And that song was Oichoho Te Pochornilo Zelenea Pole, which translates as Oh Green Meadow, Why Have You Turned Black? And that would be presumably black with the blood of our native sons. Fata Morgana with the words of Taras Shevchenko. Dobrý den, šanovní radio sluchači, ta vítají vás všich na radio Perdaču náš holos, radio Krínského Koríňa, jaká podajete vám si hodní, tak jak i kožný sredé z 12.00 na chvíli CHLY 101.00 FM umístí na najmo. Pre mikrofony Pavlína, děkuji, što rýšela prvůte zimnou nastupnou hodinu. My máme dožitci kávy noveny na sluníční programy i čudovou krínskou muziku. Hello there and welcome to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio coming to you live from CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. I'm your host, Paulette Demchuk-McCory, Pokerinska Pavlina, and I'll be your host for this first hour. And uh, it's good to be back live in the studio here at CHLY after an extended absence. So we've got a great program lined up for you. We have Ukrainian Jewish heritage and uh a review of a book that looks at the uh, some interesting cultural overlaps uh, going on in Ukraine right now, as well as in the past. Uh, we've also got a Ukrainian recipe for you. This is another blast from the past, and uh, this will be a Lenten recipe, so something that those who are observing Lent can still enjoy some tasty Ukrainian food. As well, we've got a Kanishka Corner book review, and this is a review of a very recent book, and uh, the book was actually launched in Victoria last week. So hopefully Oksana will be around to tell us a little bit about that because she attended that launch. So stay tuned for all of that. We've also got our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music as promised. And up next is a, a song by a group called Tarasova Nietzsche, and that stands uh, that translates as Knights of Taras, sort of. <laughs> At any rate, um, this song is another uh, poem of Shevchenko's put to music, Yes na sviti dolya, The Fate of the World. Yes na sviti dolya, kto jie znaje. Yes na sviti volya, kto jie maje. Если люди на світі з ріблом златом сяють, здається, панують, а долі не Hey! Есть на 
насыти доля, кто ее знает, есть насыти воля, кто ее мает, есть люди на свете, с реблом златком сяют, сдаются пануют, полены мают, ни доли, ни воли, с нудьою та с горем жупан надевают, плакаты сором. Кричит совесть, пыть деброва, зероньки сияют По ночь шляхом шерется юхо, вражки гуляют Спочивают добрые люди, еще кофту мыло Кого счастья, кого росаничка покрыла Sylvia Molnar, tips for Ukrainian cooking. Hello. Buckwheat pancakes are a nice variation of regular or buttermilk pancakes. The buttwheat flour in the following recipe imparts a very lovely nutty flavor. There are two versions of these thin pancakes. One batter is made with baking powder and the other is made with yeast. Both are delicious and easy to make. For the yeast batter, you'll need the following ingredients. Two packages of dried yeast, one tablespoon of sugar or honey, half a cup scalded milk cooled to lukewarm, one cup milk, sour milk or buttermilk, two eggs, two tablespoons oil, one and a half cups buckwheat flour, and one teaspoon of salt. Dissolve the yeast with sugar or honey in the lukewarm milk. Stand until bubbly, about 10 minutes. Stir in the liquid, eggs, and oil. Beat in flour and salt until smooth. The batter should be thin, so if it's too thick, add more milk. 
Cover and let stand about an hour. Stir down and let sit for another 10 minutes before baking on a medium-hot greased skillet. Of course, these are wonderful with any fruit syrup. Try it. It's Ukrainian. This has been Ukrainian Food Flare from the Nasholos Audio Archives.
words of Shevchenko put to music by Trubka from Edmonton. This is a uh, group that's no longer been around. That song was recorded back, I think, in the 1990s on a CD called Pochatke, which still sounds awesome, I think. Maybe it's, I'm dating myself because all that music from the past, I think, sounds great. <laughs> Anyways, um, that, again, was Trubka from their CD Pochatke. And by the way, Trubka, um, they're um, some of the members of that band and their children have gone on to form very uh, be parts of very many other bands that are going strong in that area right now. So Trubka lives on Pachatke, I think was probably a really good um, a really good name for that CD. At any rate, once again, that's the words of Tarashevchenko, Dumemoyi, a very famous poem put to music by Trubka. Visukite Radio Peridachu Nash, Holos Radio Krinsko Korinya, Na Radio Stansi CHLY, Stodian Seam FM, Umisti Nanaimo, Hovorit Pavina. You're listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on CHLY 101.7 FM, coming to you live from beautiful downtown Nanaimo at the China Steps. I'm your host, Pavlina. Coming up next, the Ukrainians from Leeds, England. This is from their CD Vorone, which is translates as Crows, and this is, I think, about their third CD, if I'm not mistaken, Ukrainian CD. Um, and here they are now with a cute little toe-tapper called Serce i Dusheyu, and that translates as Heart and Soul. <laughs> for a look at Ukraine's rich Jewish heritage, then and now, brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter based in Toronto, Ontario. Welcome to Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. I'm Peter Baker. A young woman working in an office in New York City writes, I was just another girl in a cubicle doing the usual two years before leaving for graduate school. 
I was a mass-produced good. My rule of cubicles was almost entirely female, dark-haired, and petite. We all wore colorful pashmina shawls to protect us against the air conditioning, and we got our periods at the same time. Her life changes radically when she meets a charismatic Ukrainian doctor at a conference. He is an activist who helps Eastern European drug users get HIV treatment. And soon our restless young woman, named Sophie Pinkham, starts working in programs to reduce drug-related harm through needle exchange, drug treatment, and other services. Pinkham plunges into the chaotic harm reduction world of sex workers, junkies, and other lost souls in contemporary Ukraine. This is a world not often seen by foreigners. She meets a fascinating cast of characters, and her adventures in what she calls post-Soviet punk delirium are told in a riveting book called Black Square, Adventures in Post-Soviet Ukraine. Pinkham deepens her encounter with Ukraine by collecting oral histories about women's rights and AIDS activism, as well as making a documentary about women and drugs. Her various projects provide an opportunity to travel off the beaten path. One such trip is to south-central Ukraine. She is accompanied by two friends, sisters who had left Moscow as children in the wave of Jewish immigration in the late Soviet era. The now thoroughly Americanized sisters wanted to find their grandmother's village. The three women, with no husbands and no children, are sometimes a source of curiosity for puzzled, tradition-minded locals. The intrepid gals stumble their way to a town once called Stalindorf, a town once full of Jews before the Second World War. There they found an old and bedridden man who was happy to reminisce. The last Jew in Stalindorf came from a family of farmers who had been sent to the region by the Tsar, along with hundreds of other Jews. He told Pinkham that once upon a time, the Jews and the Ukrainians and the Russians there had gotten along, more or less. Then Stalin starved them. They had to eat prairie dogs. Later, the Germans invaded, and at age 15, the last Jew in Stalindorf had driven the family's cows all the way to Kazakhstan, eating more prairie dogs. His sister and father were killed in the war. He and his mother returned alone to their village. They continued to eat prairie dogs, for even in peacetime, even when the crops had grown back, they had grown fond of the taste. This was an expedition into Ukraine's past. Pinkham encounters Ukraine's present in her friendship with the musician Mitya. Mitya is a Jewish conservatory-trained clarinetist from Russia who formed a klezmer band in Kiev. Pinkham describes his clarinet playing as nimble and tender, with an absolutely pure tone, like a ray of sunlight dancing through forest cover. Mitya's klezmer band was initially skeptical of the revolution of dignity on the Maidan, they were all from southern or eastern Ukraine and spoke Russian. But then they played a show in Moscow, and they argued with a hostile and brainwashed audience steeped in anti-Ukrainian propaganda. After that experience, the band started wearing Ukrainian ribbons. Mitya went on to sing the early 20th century Yiddish revolutionary song Down with the Police on the main stage of the Maidan. In a twist, 
The song was performed in a Ukrainian language version prepared by Mitya's Yiddish teacher Tanya. In a further twist, Tanya is a Ukrainian who mastered Yiddish because she believes the language was important for Ukrainian history. Pinkham ironically notes these testaments to the intimacy of Jewish and Ukrainian culture while also filling in some poignant backstory. Mitya's grandmother was from Kayu. Her entire family was killed at Babanyar. She and her sister were able to get out before the Germans came. The grandmother was never able to bring herself to return to Kayu, but her grandson had grown to love Kayu. Pinkham writes about Mitya, As he imagined it, the music that had evaporated into the atmosphere after the destruction of Ukraine's Jewish community would condense into sound again. Black Square, Adventures in Post-Soviet Ukraine by Sophie Pinkham is published by W.W. W. Norton and is available in bookstores or through online booksellers. This has been Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. From San Francisco, I'm Peter Baeger. Until next time, Shalom. Ukrainian Jewish Heritage is brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter based in Toronto, Ontario. To find out more about their work, visit their website and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Transcripts and audio files of this and earlier broadcasts of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage are available at their website, ukrainianjewishencounter.org, as well as at the Nasholos website, www.nasholos.com. Слухайте радіо передачу наш голос радіо Кримського Кориня на багатом на радіостанції CHLY 107 FM у місті Нанаймо. Говорить Павлина. You're listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in beautiful downtown Nanaimo. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. 
from Ukraine, and I believe that is a song about their hometown. Uh, the song, anyways, is all about the city, the western Ukrainian city of Lviv. And coming up next is uh, another example of the uh, klezmer influence on Ukrainian music. This is a song from a CD that was recorded also back in about the 1990s. It was quite the thing when it came out. It's by a group called Paris to Kiev. It is their first CD, and it is self this CD is self-titled. And uh, here they are now with uh, an interesting menagerie of instruments, and it is an instrumental called the Bukovinian Polka. Thank you. 
Welcome to Knishka Corner, book reviews by Myra Junik, Ukrainian stories in English. In this edition of Knishka Corner, we will be discussing Bogdan Kordan's book, No Free Men, Canada, the Great War, and the Enemy Alien Experience. In his introduction, Bogdan Kordan tells readers, This book is about the enemy alien experience in Canada during the Great War. It does not pretend to be a definitive statement. It does, however, aim to add to an understanding of that experience. It includes a critical reading of government policy and decision-making, examining the role that internment played in the government's strategic engagement with the enemy alien problem. Funded in part by the Canadian First World War Interment Recognition Fund and published by the McGill-Queens University Press, this book is a scholarly examination of the internment experience. No Free Man is divided into five chapters examining the concept of enemy alien, the political choices made about internment during World War I, the experience of internment, the impact on the Canadian community, and the consequences of internment for Canadian history. As early as August 1914, Canada had designated individuals of German and Austro-Hungarian birth as enemies of Canada. This designation encouraged fear and suspicion in the general Canadian population. Anyone who was even remotely connected with these countries was considered a threat. Ukrainian immigrants who had fled their homeland to start a new life in Canada were also labeled as enemy aliens. At first, only actual German soldiers and sailors in Canada were locked up in secure facilities. However, in the spring of 1914, Canada experienced mass unemployment. Individuals labeled as enemy aliens found it difficult to find work and support their families. Single men, in particular, faced prejudice because of their new label. Potential employers were reluctant to give them work as rumors of subversion and espionage increased fears. Eventually, the government started internment camps to deal with these unemployed and impoverished enemy aliens who were seen as a potential threat to Canadian society. By the end of World War I, approximately 8,000 Canadian civilians were imprisoned in these camps. Internment deprived certain individuals of their basic human right, freedom. The internment camps spread throughout Canada, and the government decided to use the internees as forced laborers on public works projects. Along with hard labor, internees were subjected to harsh treatment in the camps. Food was scarce and often spoiled, and some guards were extremely cruel. Several internees tried to escape, only to be recaptured. Some were even killed by guards while escaping. Later in the war, when the economic climate changed and laborers were now needed, internees classified as non-dangerous were sent to work in agriculture and mining. However, some employers treated them unfairly, not least of all by underpaying them for their work. 
Internees had exchanged one servitude for another. This is a very well-written scholarly book about internment. It has extensive and detailed footnotes. While Ukrainians were not the specific focus of this text, there are many anecdotes about the Ukrainian experience of internment. Bohdan Kordan's book, No Free Man, is definitely meant for scholars of Canadian history. However, all readers interested in the history of Canadian internment will definitely enjoy this book. Bohdan Kordan has a BA from the University of Toronto, an MA from Carleton, and a PhD from Arizona State. He is Professor of International Relations in the Department of Political Studies at St. Thomas More College, University of Saskatchewan. His research interests include multiculturalism, nationalism, ethnic conflict, historical cartography, and the politics of state-minority relations in Eastern Europe. He has published articles in the Journal of Canadian Studies and Queen's Quarterly. His books include Canada and the Ukrainian Question, 1939-45, A Study in Statecraft, Enemy Aliens, Prisoners of War, Internment in Canada During the Great War, A Bare and Impolitic Right, Internment and Ukrainian-Canadian Redress, and The Mapping of Ukraine, European Cartography and Maps of Early Modern Ukraine, 1550-1799. Bohdan Kordan's book, No Free Man, is a chilling reminder of the necessity to defend and protect human rights even in times of extreme crisis and conflict. No Free Man is available at Chapters Indigo and Amazon. Thanks, Myra. Join us again soon for another edition of Kanishka Corner, book reviews by Myra Junik, here on Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Young stranger, as you walk these trails of beauty And you feel the mountain air caress your face As you play in the shadow of the Rockies Remember who toiled in this place Please remember who toiled in this place They courted our labor and called us to settle The great Canadian plains But how fickle the love of a fair young Alberta For her enemy aliens And pity the young man in 1914 Who hadn't a job or a trade And doubly so the man from Galicia For he was soon detained Young stranger as you walk these trails of beauty And you feel the mountain air caress your face As you play in the shadow of the Rockies Remember who toiled in this place Please remember who toiled in this place 
Our invisible hands worked in nature's cathedral for the pleasure of tourists in town. Six days a week at slavery's wages, still we were not wanted around. At a camp that lay beneath Castle Mountain, rotten food and sodden tents. The most glorious place in the world is ugly when seen through a barbed wire fence. Young stranger, as you walk these trails of beauty and you feel the mountain air caress your face as you play in the shadow of the Rockies. Remember who toiled in this place. Please remember who toiled in this place. Our footsteps and voices have long since faded from these pristine forest paths. Yet many's the mile on the hour we trudged here to our place of labor and back. If you listen, young stranger, the wind in the pines Or the water over the stones You may hear the songs we sang to each other To remind us of our homes Young stranger, as you walk these trails of beauty And you feel the mountain air caress your face As you play in the shadow of the Rockies Remember who toiled in this place Please remember who toiled in this place folk singer Maria Dunn with an original composition, the story of the internment uh, during World War I in Canada. And that musical interlude on the Zimbala was performed by Brian Sherwick of the Kubasonics.
Vyslouchejte rádi předáčů náš holos rádio Krínského Koríně na radiostanci CHLW. CHLY, Stodin CMFM, umístěn na Mohovodit Pavina. You're listening to Nashalos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in beautiful downtown Nanaimo. I'm your host, Pavina. Here's what's happening this week in central Vancouver Island's Ukrainian community. Father Chad Polishin and the parishioners of St. Mary's Ukrainian Orthodox Church in Parksville invite you to join them for services Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. As well, every Sunday from noon to 1 p.m., you can stock up on homemade pierogies and pies. And St. Mary's Ukrainian Orthodox Church is located in Parksville at 594 Carlsway. For more information, visit them online at vanisleparochial.ca. Father Theo Machinsky and the parishioners of St. Michael's Ukrainian Catholic Church in Nanaimo invite you to Divine Liturgy every Saturday at 11 a.m. and Sunday at 6 p.m. St. Michael's Ukrainian Catholic Church is located at 4017 Victoria Avenue in Nanaimo, just off Norwell Drive. For rentals, pierogi sales and more information, call 250-758-4714. The Visnaya Ukrainian Dancers and the Ukrainian Cultural Society of Nanaimo invite you to their Easter Bazaar Sunday, April 2nd, from 11 a.m. till 3 p.m. at St. Michael's Parish Hall. Get Ukrainian food, borscht, pierogies, cabbage rolls, homemade baking and other goodies, as well as Ukrainian novelties, and much more. And you can enjoy a hot lunch. Sunday, April 2nd, from 11 a.m. till 3 p.m. for the Easter Bazaar at St. Michael's Ukrainian Parish Hall, 4017 Victoria Avenue. If you'd like to learn how to make those beautiful Ukrainian Easter eggs known as Pesenka, there's a workshop taking place on Saturday, March 25th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at St. Mary's Ukrainian, or St. Michael's rather, and that prices are $25 per person or $15 per person if you're a member of the Ukrainian Cultural Society. The price includes all supplies and there's no experience necessary. Contact Jean by phone to register 250-758-1561 or email jeanjr at shaw.ca and make sure you call or email by Wednesday, March 22nd. That's a week today. And uh, please bring your own lunch and drinks. Again, that's the pest workshop Saturday March 25th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at St. Michael's Ukrainian Parish Hall 4017 Victoria Avenue in Nanaimo. On Saturdays at 6 p.m. tune into the Vancouver edition of Nasholos on AM 1320 and online at am1320.com. As well the international edition airs on AM, FM and shortwave and satellite radio in over 20 countries on the PCJ radio network. You can get the podcast links and information at the Nasholos website. And here in Nanaimo, Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio broadcasts live every Wednesday to the north and central Vancouver Island, Gulf Island, Sunshine Coast, northwest Washington State, and greater Vancouver listening areas. So at 11 a.m. every Wednesday, tune in to join me for Nasholos and at noon, Oksana and guests here on CHLY 101.7 FM on the radio dial and streaming online at chly.ca. In between broadcasts, make sure to follow Nasholos and me and Oksana on Facebook and Twitter for audio archives, transcripts, podcast feeds, and more, visit our website at www.nasholos.com. 